Alright, Ma. Get up off your feet and get in the seat. Welcome to the Six and Friends podcast. Today I got my mom on the mic and we're going to talk about a very special topic. For those of you who don't know me, uh, me and my dad don't exactly have the best relationship. And the past couple of years, I've been thinking about amending it. Just last week, I flew out to North Carolina and I basically told him before I flew out there that uh, I had some stuff that I need to get off my chest and me and him need to have like a heart to heart. So before that, I hadn't seen him in eight years, which was my high school graduation. So, yeah, but it actually ended up being a really productive, at least I think a productive meeting per se. It wasn't as confrontational as I thought it was. It was way more civil. Basically, what ended up happening was I had a hotel because my dad lives with his wife and his three kids. And of that family, I only know my dad and me and him already not on the best terms. So I didn't know if I could stay at the house and be comfortable. So got a hotel room. He came to the room. And then... Basically, I told him, no, just just come by yourself because I want to talk to you. And so he shows up, and I'm playing video games because <laughs> gamers. How did you feel when he first, you know, came in the door? When he first came in the door? My last memory of my dad was uh, 5'8 with locks. And so knocks on the door. And I, I'm a little nervous when he, uh, when he knocked on the door because I was like, this is real now. You know what I'm saying? open the door and I see this five eight man that's balding with gray hair and I'm like oh what up it felt weird because I haven't seen him in eight years and we talked on the phone a couple times but before then it felt like he was never really trying to like get to know me or anything because honestly I don't know much about my dad like when when is his birthday May the 24th May see like yeah, like stuff like that. You older? I am a couple of months yeah. older. Yeah. So did y'all embrace at all when you first got there? No. Did y'all just No, nah, it wasn't it, it wasn't an embrace. I really I wasn't in the embracing mood. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what did he do when he first got there? Did he just did y'all go into just talking or did y'all Basically what happened, I opened the door. I was like, hey, what's up? And then I went back to, uh, I sat on the bed, and he was just standing there. I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, in my head, I'm trying to figure out how do I start this conversation? Because I don't like being around the bush. If I got something to say or want to tell you or I want to ask you, I'm going to do it. But the problem was, like, I didn't know how I wanted to start. And so he was just standing there, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, man, it seemed like you got something on your mind. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, what happened between you and my mom in college? And, you know, that's when you got pregnant with me. And so he was like, yeah, we were just young. And she got pregnant. And I offered her to move back to Charlotte with me, which is where he's from. But she didn't want to. And I already knew that story because you told me about it. And, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, that is a little brazen, you know, because – Y'all were at DeVry in Columbus? No. Universal Phoenix was in Columbus. Oh. But DeVry was in Decatur. Decatur, Georgia. Okay. So, yeah. Y'all at DeVry in Decatur, mm-hmm. and which is all of an hour and a half on the net. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you asking 
this woman. I don't know how long y'all, like, what kind of relationship y'all had before then. Your dad and his best friend was two of the first people we met when we first got to Atlanta. We didn't know nothing about riding the bus, how to get back and forth to school. That's how we met. He showed us really how to do that, how to get back and forth to school, riding the bus, what to do. Because, you know, coming from a country town. <laughs> we, we don't know what the bus is. We don't know what the bus, you know, getting back and forth and getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to get back and forth to school. So Marcus and um, Damon showed us, you know, me and my friend from Lynette how to, you know, ride the bus. So that's how we met. And this is your sophomore year of college? No, freshman year. My first, uh, freshman year. year. First, first year. Oh, okay. He did offer, you know, for me to come to Charlotte with him. But, you know, I'm like, okay, we charlotte why well, don't know anybody go back home where well, i know some people like Medea, you know get on back there where you know somebody <laughs> so i chose to go back home t- to where i knew somebody but you know that shouldn't have stopped him from wanting to be in your life and that's what he kind of said he was like even though you know she chose well you chose go back to lynette he was like i still wanted to like be there for you and i'm still thinking because i remember like i remember when i was little there was times where You'd always constantly remind me to call him, and before I had a cell phone, I'm dating myself, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, before I had a cell phone, you know, he called you, and then I talked to him for a little minute. And I remember uh, he came to visit one time when I was was in middle school. Was I middle school or was it high school? No, I think you were about six. I thought he came after that. I can't remember. I know we went there when you were one. And then he came there. I think you were five or six. I still got the pictures and in then my closet. After that, I can't remember him coming until you graduated from high school. Well, no, yeah. no, no. Him and Antoine came one time yeah. before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, Antoine is my older brother that I don't know about. Well, I knew about him, but I didn't know about. I didn't know I had an older brother until I was sixteen. Crazily enough. So yeah, we in the hotel. And, you know, he gave me that whole spiel and then talk about how he still wanted to be there for me. But his excuse for not trying harder, I guess, if that's what you want to call it, was he wanted to he didn't want to push himself on me. He wanted me to, like, eventually come around and, like, try and talk to him. But at the same time, to me, that make it that makes me feel like that you don't care. Like, it's like it's real passive, like, even though, like. Even being young, I know you, you you fight for the things you want. You fight for the things you love. And so I never, like, with him, I never felt that fight, you know. It, to me, he just seemed okay with being away. He did come visit, and, like, he, I guess he tried. But, but did, you get, did he get the understanding from you, though, where you, where you were coming from, where he didn't try hard enough to be in your life? I don't know. He told me that, and then I told him, like, I didn't feel that. You know what I'm saying? I understand it now that you that you saying it to me, but I didn't feel that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a kid who's looking for like, regardless of what anybody say, every like, especially males, they look for they fa- they look for a father figure. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my stepdad, and then you and him got divorced. I ended up looking towards my uncle and my coaches as my father figures, and appreciate my uncle. You know, Uncle Cliff, another shout out. He's always been like the father figure in my life. You know what I'm saying? He's always been the one that's gave me life advice. He was the the, the role model I could have, you know what I'm saying? Because he had a wife, kid, his own little house, doing big stuff, you know, went to college and all that. And then it also helped that we had the same last name and the same initials. 
So it's like, you know, that's like that's my role model. That's what I can that's what I can grow up and be. And like with my dad, I never knew anything about him. So he called me and whenever he called me on the phone, it felt like a lecture. You know, he tell me like he tried to give me all this life advice. But the awkward thing was the same tips and stuff he trying to give me. I got from somebody else two or three months before. Like my my uh, senior year, he's like, oh, you want to start looking towards a degree that can pay you a lot, you know, when you graduate. My God already told me that, you know. And then, like, when I told him, because I have an affinity for science and math, he pointed me toward engineering. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you might like this. And I'm looking at engineering. I said, oh, okay, yeah, this sounds good. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, oh, they get paid a lot, too. He already had set that cornerstone for me. And I was trying to explain all that to him. And then... The other big question I ended up asking him was uh, why he didn't come to my college graduation. That was like one of the biggest things that was weighing heavy on me because when I got to college, being around so many different people who came from so many different backgrounds, it kind of like opened my eyes to the fact that, you know, family and the relationships that you have in your life are really important. And so it was one of those things was like maybe like that's when I first like really started like maybe I should like try to get my dad a try. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I should try to, like, bring him back. So it's my junior, senior year, and I'm kind of thinking about it more and more. And so then I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and send him. Because, I mean, I was going to send him an invitation, but I was like, yeah, let me send him this invitation to, you know, my college graduation. So this is June, July. And I graduate in December. So I called him, like, hey, you know, I graduate in December from Auburn, blase, blase. Well, graduation come and go. He don't show up. And now I feel the type of way. So it's like a week or two weeks later, I give him a call. And I'm like, hey, why don't you come to my graduation? And he said to me that, oh, you never told me to date. Which, granted, I probably didn't. But at the same time, there were other people I didn't tell the date to. And a week after I told them about the graduation, they was calling me back like, but what's the actual date? You never gave me a date. You know what I'm saying? So, And there were people I did tell the date to. So at, at that point in time, you know, senior year, you know, my last couple of classes, I'm running back and forth and I got alpha. So there's a lot on my like a lot on my mind all the time. So I don't know exactly what I've told people. And I got to the point where when people want information from me, they just straight up ask me for it and I give it to them easy. You know, and, I, and I'm at that point in my life. So I asked them, like, yo, yeah, you told me, you know, I never gave you a date. But why did you never if you knew you didn't have a date? Why did you never call me back beforehand? And be like what's the date his answer was i guess it was just a miscommunication and thank you for my uncle because i called him before i went up there and i told him what i wanted to do because he had did the same thing with his dad a couple years ago and he told me like you're gonna ask him some questions and he gonna give you some answers that you're not gonna like and all you can do is just accept it because no amount of yelling, arguing, and screaming is going to make him change the answer. So, like, whatever answer he give you, that's the answer he want to give you. That's what you got to live with. And so when, you know, my dad told me, oh, it was just mis- miscommunication, when my uncle told me, popped in my head, and I was like, like, I was just confused. So I just, like, left it alone. Then I realized, like, the thing that was really bothering me the most about it was the fact that I have a dad, but I don't know him. I was mad that he was he wasn't there because I never got a chance to know him. You know what I'm saying? I never got to do like the father son thing. And that was and that's what like a lot of the the negative emotions came from. It wasn't really like a conversation about why you weren't there needs to be had. I more so just needed to get to know him. So did you get any feeling that he was concerned not being in your life? 
or was it still like, oh, well, it's over. I can't do anything about it. I really do feel like he, he was concerned that he wasn't there. I feel like he tried. It's just his mythology didn't seem the most effective to me. But he did he did mention a couple of times throughout the weekend that family is real important. Like he like he was like, I want you to know your little brothers and sisters. I want you to I want you to know me. He was basically saying like he leaves his legacy through his kids. He has three kids that are two, five, and ten. Then he has me who's 26, and then my older brother, who's now 28. He's like, he wants me and my older brother to definitely know my younger siblings and vice versa. Hold on for one minute. He said he tried. He tried what? Are you saying he tried to get to know you? Is that what he said he yeah, tried to yeah. reach out to you in? Yeah. Like, I guess when, like, we were supposed to be, like. The three times he saw you? And the ten phone calls, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, but again, like his whole thing was he wasn't going to push himself on me, you know, and I guess that's why I say I don't think it was the greatest mythology. I feel like it's, it's real passive. You're the you're the adult. You're the dad. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing yourself off on your kid. The funny thing about that is I'm the second, right? I'm his second kid. Him and my brother's mom have the worst relationship. Like she hates him. She hates his guts. She half the time wouldn't let let him see my brother. She would talk shit about him to my brother. And, you know, I guess, honestly, I might have been the first time that he was able to try to build a relationship with his son. But he should have because I never spoke negative about him to you because I think a, a child should grow up to learn for themselves who mm-hmm. a person is to them. Me telling you all day long all the negative stuff about him is not helping your relationship at all. You're going to grow up to hate him. You're going to grow up to say, okay, my mama said. You know, you're going to believe yeah, what your yeah. mama said because your mama said it and she was there. I don't agree with that, and but I, I think he should have tried more to get to know you because the opportunity was there. Yeah, I, I never, you know, said that he couldn't see you or with stipulations behind it you know even when he wasn't even supporting you so he did not try good enough for me you know because if i rented a car and took you on your first birthday to see him and his grand and his mom which is your grandma you really didn't get to know her because she passed away from cancer that soon after we she met you so you that's why you never got to meet your grandma mm-hmm. i wouldn't know your grandma but I took the first step. I mean, I brought you to Charlotte to see him. And then he came four or five years later to see you the next time. Yeah, we were young, you know, but he still had plenty of opportunity to get to know you. I do appreciate you for, you never talk bad about him. You never say anything negative about him. For the most part, you put me and him in a situation where we could build our relationship however we needed to build it. You were always open about, you know, if I ever asked you anything about him, you was open about it. And, you know, you always try to get him to call me, try to get me to call him, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I do appreciate you for that. Thanks, Mommy. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> the second part of the weekend, uh, after me and my dad had that awkward, I don't know if it was awkward. It wasn't really difficult. I, w- I will say it wasn't difficult. It just... I asked the first question, and then after I asked that, like, everything that I wanted to know, I asked. I didn't get the best answers, but 
I mean, some answers better than none. But I think if you want to move forward with a relationship with him, you you don't have to start now. Yeah. Kind of like put not put it behind you, but just know that he he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Granted, but y'all both are still here. Y'all got a chance to still have a some type of relationship. Right. And then right. you got you know sisters and brothers there, so siblings are different. You know, yeah, they're going to want to be around their big brother or their little brother, little big sister, whatever. They're going to want they're going to want that. So it's going to be real easy to have a relationship with them. But him it's probably going to take a minute. And it's funny that you mentioned siblings because I'm in North Carolina and I know my older brother lives there. I was like, yeah, I got to see him, too. I brought Antoine up to my dad, like, you know, what he's been up to. And he was like, oh, man, I ain't got his number no more or whatever. And I was like, why not? Like, what? And so basically what he ended up, he ended up, you know, talking about the relationship between my older brother and my older brother's mom and him, how she don't like him. And the way he was talking about it made, to me, it made it sound like him and my brother didn't have the best relationship. Like my brother like hated his guts. That's what it made me, you know, that's how it, it made it sound to me. So we had our conversation Friday. He gave me Antoine's grandmother's number. I called her and got Antoine's number. And so this is Saturday morning. I call I call Antoine and I was like, Hey, I'm in Charlotte. Me and Marcus are about to go about to go get some food. What you up to? And he was like, Oh no, I'm just at the house. He was like, Hey, if y'all get some food, come scoop me too. And like the the fact that he so easily was like, Come scoop me too. Cause like I got this whole like they don't have the best relationship type thing in their mind, but then he just said, Come scoop me. I was like But what? he wanted to see his brother. Yeah, so it's, it was all about I think you and him at that point. It wasn't even about Marcus. And I think sometimes kids' relationships are predetermined by what the other parent put in a kid's head too. Because at the end of the day, we chose to lay down and have these babies, and then you want to hate them. You can't do that to a child because a child needs to be able to understand that this other parent is there for them. You know, and if you keep putting hatred in their head, that that's what they're going to have. Leave it up to them because now y'all are grown. Y'all are adults, and y'all missed out on, just like you said, on the, the father-son things. Y'all can start now, going moving forward. And I, I know he can't just pick you up, scoop you up, take your fishing and all that <laughs> now. <laughs> but if y'all can, you know, just start from now and, and move forward because my dad wasn't in my life either. And I didn't know who my dad was until I was 10 years old. I remember who he was until I was 10. Start now. Just start trying to build a relationship. You reach out. Even if he doesn't, reach out. And just say, hey, I'm just, I don't want anything. I'm just calling, checking on y'all, see what y'all doing. Start it from there. Yeah. And then maybe, just maybe, he will pick up the phone and do the same thing. But it is kind of funny, though. That wasn't my first time talking to my brother since I met him. Actually, when I moved to Texas, it, it was like a similar situation. I had to get his grandma's number to get his number. And, you know, I'm talking to him. He's talking about he's going to come out to Texas and visit me and all that good stuff. It never happened, but it was it was, it was was good to hear, you know. Yeah. But when me and Marcus go to Antoine's house, you know, he's there. He lives with his girlfriend. He has a daughter, a uh, beautiful little girl. So I have three nieces because Antoine has two and my younger brother, G, has one. So I have three nieces. His niece was there. Oh, well. 
his daughter was there and my niece. But the the conversation was way, way smoother. The, also, the funny thing about it is my brother grew up in Gastonia, which is 30, 45 minutes from Charlotte. But now he lives in downtown Charlotte. So he lives 15 minutes from Marcus. Wow. Marcus didn't even know that until when I came up there and I was like, uh, you know, and Antoine was like, scoop me. I was like, okay, cool. Send me your address. It was funny because, like, I type an address. He didn't put a city, right? So I just type in the address, and it showed, like, five minutes south of downtown. And then Marcus was like, oh, where we going? Or, like, what well, like what turns I need to make, whatever. So I show him on Google Maps. And he was like, is that the right city? Is this supposed to be Charlotte? Is there, like, a whatever address in Gastonia? I was like, nah, it's this one in Charlotte, another one in Raleigh, and then Arala, however you say that city. And then another one somewhere else so the rest the other ones was like outside of our so like this gotta be the right one and sure enough you know we pulled up to his house and we all three of us just you know just in the living room just talking because his girlfriend was giving uh the baby a bath so it's just us three you know just talking and kind of catching up and he asked about his life and you know me and antoine talking and it was just like it it, it felt so comfortable and cool and i was like i expected this to be tense because you was talking like antoine don't like you but it was real cool. So then all five of us hopped in the car and went to uh, Chipotle. And then we sat and ate. Later that day, everybody was at the house. So it was my dad, his wife, both of my younger sisters, Hannah and Lim Lim, Waldo, my two-year-old brother. What's his name? Waldo. At least I think I'm saying it right. I hope I'm saying it right. Oh, well, I'm sorry. And sorry, Waldo. Lim Lim? Lim Lim. And the oldest daughter her, that's her his wife's daughter yeah oldest one okay. yeah so it's his stepdaughter but you know he raised like yeah that's his own right so it's those three him his wife me my brother my brother's girlfriend and then their daughter whose name i forgot my your, bad your niece yeah my niece well you know y'all start from here also now you have antoine's number correct yes now i have antoine's number okay. and i was joking with him because last time i talked to him was when i had just moved to texas when I got his number, I was like, hey, don't let it be three years before I hear from you again. Also, I found out that Marcus is planning a family reunion that he invited me to. And honestly, at first, I was like, nah, I'm not, I ain't say it, but I was like, nah, I'm not going. Like, nah, like, we we like we just, like, it took a lot for me to come up here. So when is the family reunion? May 4th. Well, you got time. Y'all talk between well, see, now and then. He also told Antoine. Antoine was like, yeah, I'm going to go. And then when Antoine said, yeah, I'm going to go, I was like, all right, I'll go now. Because I know Antoine to be there. Yeah. I mean, you do need to get to know that side of your family. You know, you know yeah. my side. But you do need to go get to know your dad's side of the family. Better late than never. Yeah. And that was a really awkward thing. Because you remember, like, way back in, way back when, when I was doing our family tree? Yeah, I couldn't even track my daddy's side because it was like, I know him. And, uh, yeah, I don't know nothing else. Well, what about your uncle, Anthony, that's in Atlanta? My dad also told me to go talk to my uncle more. I mean, that's been my own fault. Uh, how can he tell you to go talk to your uncle more <laughs> when he don't even talk to his own son more? Man. Uh, uh, he was mostly saying that because I'm in Atlanta all the time to come see you. And so it's like, well, you're in Atlanta. You should go talk to your uncle. I was like, I, because I got uh, my Practice cousin. what you preach. That's all I'm trying to say. Practice what you preach. And that is where <laughs> I get my pettiness from. <laughs> I mean, come on now. He has a 28-year-old, a 26-year-old, yeah. a 2, 4, and a 10-year-old? Five. Five? Four, five-year-old. Five. So, But he's with the 2, 5, and 10. Yeah. 
and the 26 and the 28 year old is just you know y'all are adults now but he still he he still has to be dad to you too and grandfather as well because he has two granddaughters yep so the more i learn about my my family the crazier it gets like it's just just people everywhere and i got my cousins who are my my uncle anthony his how old are they now the twins how old are they now 13 12 13 you sure they're not older than that it's somewhere between 12 and 14 but i think it's 12 or 13 okay okay yeah ryan and reagan so um, we, you probably have you seen them since we went over there that day? Nope. That's also why he want me to go talk to him because like the twins are like so much older now. And you twenty six, you much older too. True. I show up at the door. It's gonna be crazy because last time you saw me, I had a chin strap and no hair, and I got a head full of hair and a full beard. Ten year challenge. Would he even know you? Who you are? Mate, well, probably so because you look like your dad, so he'll know who you are. Yeah. They say you look like Tudor. Oh, and that's your dad's nickname, Tootle. <laughs> Where does that even come from? <laughs> I don't know, but that's his nickname, Tootle. <laughs> oh, it's like you're trying to say Tootle. Tootle. But you, but you country, so it's like Tootle. It is Tootle. That's what it is. I'm weak. T-U-D-A. <laughs> from the window <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> what else happened that weekend? So I met my, met my brother again. Mama. So how did your sisters take to you? Your sisters and your little brother, how did they take to you? Uh, My little brother, he was just, I mean, he's a two-year-old, so it's just. Yeah, whatever. he was into that game I saw on the picture. He wasn't even looking up when he took the picture. Oh, yeah. He Neither was your dad, but I can understand a two-year-old, but Weak. not uh, your dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He, my brother, loves running into stuff. Like, he just runs, like, he just runs it if he hits on my well. The two-year-old. Yes. <laughs> so what about the five-year-old? How did she react to you? She was real shy. And I think it's just her. Like, she's just real shy. Yeah. And yeah. First time seeing you, so, of course, it's understandable. Yeah. So, I mean, we talked a little bit. The funniest thing was <laughs> she was telling Marcus about how these two boys at school like her. And he at was, five? Yeah. So he was like, how do you know they like you? And she was like, because they walk by my table. And he was like, so they couldn't walk by your table to get to their table? He said, how they walk past my table when they table two tables away? And I was like, five-year-old logic is amazing. <laughs> like, I still don't get how they like you, but go ahead. <laughs> but, so do they know um, Antoine? Yeah, so they they knew of us. They knew of me and Antoine. But they, you know, just heard my dad talk about us to them. And then that weekend was the first time meeting both of us. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot in one weekend. Wait, what <laughs> minute? Yeah. Your brother lives 15 minutes from. Uh, granted, granted. From. Yes, but it, he just moved up two months ago. And Marcus had been in contact with him for some years. I'm going to stop being pity. I'm not going to say anything else. No, you're not. <laughs> you're just, you're just going to say it off the mic. My, 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 my. It's, it's, it's a crazy little dynamic we got going on now. You know, life is just too short for people to just shrug their shoulders at family. It's just too short. And it's funny that you say that because he was almost trying to say the same thing. Because he was like, I want I want the family. I want us to be together as a family and family. But you got to work at it. You can't just want it and not work at it. You got to want it and work for it. It's not going to just come and fall in your lap. That's true. You know, you, you got married. You got a whole new family. But you had kids before before this that you're not even 
you know, got good relationships with, and they're two boys. Two men. Well, two men. Sorry. <laughs> you got two young men. Excuse me. Two young men that you did not help raise or try to be in their life. You know, one, they're in the city with you, and I understand the other one was only four hours away. I never understood that Charlotte was that close. Like, I really thought Charlotte was way farther than that. No. No, you can get there in four hours. I mean, that's where my home office is for the people I work for, so I have to travel there. It's four hours. Also, uh, Lim Lim, the five-year-old, like, I honestly didn't think she cared either way. I just, I, I knew she was being shy, but I didn't think she cared either way. But it went to her, like, his wife, her mom, I think it was the next day. She was talking to me. She was like, oh, yeah, the girls, they they were so happy to finally meet you and all this good stuff. I was like, oh, for real? I didn't I get that vibe. But probably because they're young and just, they were just too shy to, like, express express themselves but maybe as a mom and as a wife of your dad's you know she'll probably be the one that's you know pushing him now to be in your lives because if she is a good you know good person good woman good wife that's what she's gonna do she's gonna push him to make sure he has a relationship with you all with everybody because he now he he has what five yeah five children yeah you know so how how does she take it when you know his wife how does she take it how does she take it when she found out he had other kids well i'm I'm thinking she knew that before they got married but you know seeing you y'all coming over and everybody just being under one roof you know how how did she she was receive it you know ecstatic she loved it she was so happy she she was just so happy she knew of me knew of antoine she wanted me to be at the wedding but I respectfully declined because it's like in my head I don't know y'all like that. And you just had fin- graduated from college and you was no, trying to. Well, that was after it, college. Yeah, because you was in Texas. You had moved, just moved to Texas ah, and all yeah, that okay. kind of stuff. So it was just when you had just you know started your new job, your job in Texas, and you just had graduated. So it was a lot. You you were doing a lot then. So yeah, and it's like, I still want to have that conversation with Marcus. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I, the first thing I wanted to do with him was get get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. And it's like I can't really get this off my chest at a wedding. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, this right, supposed right. to be like your right. day or whatever. And right. I'm I'm not gonna bring this this negativity to, right. to this event. And you was absolutely right. You was absolutely right for that. You know, you didn't didn't spoil their day. You know, that would be in, you know bad. But you know, you you absolutely did the right thing there yeah and she and she told me she was like, i really wanted you to be at the wedding and i was like you know what if we if me and mark was on better terms i would have came but here we are if y'all do vow renewals i'll be there was antoine at the wedding i don't know i would assume no but i don't know and that's that's you know i just i just wish that all of y'all would just be able to have a relationship you antoine and mark is starting off anyway because that's that was a misstep right there where he just a big misstep he really needs to get and have a relationship with his two older sons because you never know you know he's talking about leaving his legacy you know y'all ain't gonna want his legacy y'all mm-hmm. gonna have nothing to do with his legacy mm-hmm. if you know y'all don't have a relationship with him because you need to know him to you know to carry on his legacy don't you need to know something about him you don't know his birthday you didn't know his nickname you know yeah i don't know his nickname off the top of my head i heard you say it a hundred million times but to the <laughs> <laughs> Hey <laughs> right, ma did you want to tell the people anything about yourself other than the fact that you're my mother don't tell them any embarrassing stories about me no i do not i just found out today there are no embarrassing stories of me so hi in your face yes mother still thinking 
And That's, make sure there's no embarrassing stories. If you ain't thought of it by now, it ain't happen. I don't think it's any. It's Man. not any. This is why I'm the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, CJ, we talked about um, your dad leaving his legacy. So where do you go from here? That's a good question because I haven't too much rightly thought about it a lot. He invited me to the family reunion. And for a while, I was just like, I don't know if I should go, if I shouldn't go, and blase, blase. But I think I made the decision to go because even if me and him don't have the greatest relationship, it kind of robs, it robs me and my and the rest of my family, you know, opportunity to meet each other. I'll be able to, you know, meet my cousins, and be able to hang out with my brother, you know, see little brother and sister again, and just be able to, like, mingle with them. One of my friends made a joke that I should go, so I Make sure I know I'm not sleeping with one of my cousins. And I was like, come on now. Well, that is a good point. You need to know who your people are because you never know. You like to travel a lot, so you never know who you run into. So that's a good point. I don't travel to Charlotte. No, I'm just playing. Well, but they might travel some places you travel. That okay. don't mean necessarily just going to Charlotte. You don't think your family travels? We we starting to sound real Southern right now with the incest. Ew. <laughs> We're just making sure that it doesn't happen because everybody travels. That's know? true. So, but, but that's a good start going to the family reunion, getting to know your people, though. All jokes aside, you know, getting to know them, and maybe that would spark uh, some type of relationship for you and your dad to start having. You never know what can come of it. I guess it's just me starting someone. It's like somebody had to, somebody had to get the ball rolling. And the, the weirdest thing is, when I was there, I didn't feel like I didn't get that that family feeling. I didn't feel like they were family. That's just the oddest thing to be able to like see your father, and then you like not feel like that's your father, you know. And I don't even know if I ever have that feeling. That's the weirdest thing about it. But it, it takes time, and you know, don't force anything. Just let it happen, or whatever happens, happens. Just don't force it. I can't force it. I can barely. I'm barely letting it happen as it is. <laughs> be be yourself, and he got to be himself. But you know, he got to meet you halfway because you are, you know, making the effort to have a relationship with him. So he does have to do some work as well. Oh, let me ask you a random question about okay. my dad. Okay. What kind of music did he listen to in college? Oh man, that was so long ago. I don't even remember. Because he was asking me about some people he listened to now, and. I hate to say this, but it sounds real hotepish. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta find the name of the artist. Like, it's almost like woke hop. <laughs> it was what I'm about to call it, because I mean, it's, it's hip hop or, or rap. You know what I'm saying? But it's like way more woke than like your common or most stuff a black star type thing, which is odd. It's just really it has a really different taste in music. I just I just really can't remember. I, I can't. I don't know. He was weird anyway. He was different. And you know how many people just heard you say that? I was like, that's why CJ had like that. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> mother. You didn't get it from me, y'all. I got it from the other side. Not Thanks, for me. mother. <laughs> you weird, too. Oh, speaking of which, my uncle DM'd me and was like, next time in, in Atlanta, hit me up. And I texted him. And he was like, oh, I'm out of town this weekend. <laughs> Wow. Anthony, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you okay. got to. Marcus kept telling me to hit him up when I'm in Atlanta. And I was like, okay, whatever. 
but he was saying his daughter wanted to see me, i.e. my cousin. The twins? Yeah. He said daughter. Like he don't he didn't mean it plural? Yeah. Was it wait, is it is it a boy and a girl? No, it's it's Reagan and Ryan. It's two girls. It's two girls, yeah. He said daughter, which was I don't know if he meant plural. I thought because like I read that I was like, Don't you have twins? Do they remember you? I don't know. What are like five when I saw? Like two thousand nine, eight. Well that's good. I mean you got an uncle here. That's good. Your dad's brother, so yeah. Make sure you reach out. Then run up and get done up, you know what I'm saying? I'm always in Atlanta anyway, hanging out with my moms. So Ma, let me ask you a question. You and your dad, well he wasn't there growing up. When did y'all like start repairing our relationship? Because y'all like best of friends now. And I'm just in the trio. Shout out granddad. It was after y'all became adults, really. My dad left and went to the military. And I really don't know what happened. My mom and dad were married. I don't know what happened, why he left or whatever. And the first time I remember seeing him was when I was 10 years old. And I called him by his full name. And he was pissed. Philip Jackson? James Philip Jackson. And he was pissed. He said, that is not my name to you. But that's what I knew him as. I didn't, you know, call him dad. And, um... But I remember when y'all got older and got to be, you know, young adults, that's when um, my dad and I, you know, started back, you know, having a relationship. And I had to forgive him, too, you know, for not being there because I'm a child. That wasn't my place to make sure he was in my life. That was his job. Just like I was saying about your dad earlier in, in the podcast was like, that's his job. You know, he's the adult. So you go to the child and be in their life. They're not. You know, they're not capable of coming to you, especially when they don't live in the same city as you. You come to them. Sometimes I wanted to go, you know, stay with my dad at times. And my mom wouldn't let me and I didn't understand why she didn't want me to. And I still don't understand why to this day that she didn't want me to go be around. Your mama evil. My um, <laughs> my uh, dad people. I don't I didn't understand that. But now we have a good relationship. We talk um, every week. And um, just to say hi, see how he's doing. Because, you know, at the end of their life is short. And we got to, whatever they did back then, you just got to let it go. Because, I mean, you can't change it. Ooh, okay. You know, we all got daddy issues out here, you know. But don't let them shape you. Don't let no, it define no, no, you. No, 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 Don't let that make it be who you are or what you want to do. Because I still uh, was successful as you are, CJ. But um, without my dad in my life, you know, I still got up and did raise three children and on my own, you know, still did what I had to do without him. So it's good if you had him in your life. It would probably been, I ain't, I'm not going to say it would have been better, but it would have been good if you had him in your life. But um, they weren't there. So and we, we still pushed on. Do you ever think about asking him why he left for like military? Or is it like a, do you know if it was just like a sudden leave or if it like he... I asked him, um, but I can't remember the answer he gave me because I think it was one of those answers where I just did. I just left. That's what I wanted to do. It wasn't like a definitive answer like as to why. Yeah, of course, he blamed on my mom. I don't know. I don't know what happened. You know, I was six months old when he left. I didn't even know who he was. So, And when I grew up and knew, you know, start to know who my people were, I, re- I wanted to, as a young, young child, I wanted to know that side of my family. But for some reason, my mom didn't, she wasn't too happy about that. So I waited till I got a little older. And I think that's probably why 
we became close after I got older because that's something, you know, I wanted to do. I'm in a similar situation, I, but it, it still took some years to kind of repair. Oh, was it was it ever broken to need be repaired or was it just on hold? Um, I think on hold more than broken because we didn't have anything to break. Because I didn't know him. I didn't know who he was, how he was. I knew what he looked like, you know, because from pictures. But as far as who, what type of man he was, I don't know. Um, he got married again. I never, I met the wife at my grandfather's funeral. And her two two kids, I think she had two kids or something like that. But they're not together anymore. But I had steps sisters and brothers i had and i don't know more i don't know how that goes after you get divorced are they still step sisters step brothers? Uh, i don't know but um i met them once so it was like oh well to me it was like just forgive and forget and move forward because we can't change what happened yesterday no point in crying over spilled milk no just clean it up and get another glass yeah that's my motto now mine is it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> um, um, hey, you can't get blood from a turnip. See, here go you with these old South sayings. You can't, you know. We I not in the South no more, Mama. I, well, you still we're, in the South. we're still in the South. I'm from Atlanta is the South. I'm in Florida. Florida is not the South. Florida is not the South. Mm-mm. Don't at me. <laughs> That's where you were raised in the dirty South. Dirty South, you know what I'm saying? You know, dirty you didn't, you South. didn't give me a chance to do any of my funny jokes or anything. Funny? So. What funny jokes you got? I, I mean, I just can't. It wasn't a time for the jokes. Well, you know, you're, sound, you're trying to sound like you're a comedian, so you got the mic. I, Go ahead, do I some mean, stand I, up there. I mean, I'm a little comedian sometimes, but you know, we just have to be in the. People getting a mic in their face, ain't they? They so cool. I don't think I'm cool. I think I'm funny, but I don't think I'm cool. Thank you, so funny. <laughs> what you know? I just wouldn't. Uh, my my stuff comes from just having conversations, and then I just come up with something funny. But we just haven't been in a situation where it's funny. It just kind of been like a you know serious topic. So it won. I made jokes with serious topics all the time. But it wasn't a time for me to you do know, not care make a joke. Okay. You know. We're talking about father issues oh. and the relationships and getting to know getting to know him and real trap shit. Getting to know all about him. <laughs> I don't mean Well, I am uh, to know you. Never bring her back. Never bring her back on the podcast. Getting to know all about you. <laughs> you are so tickled. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I <laughs> don't understand. Oh boy! <laughs> and people wonder why I'm crazy. <laughs> it's hereditary. Just um, yeah, it is. It's hereditary. You know, it starts way back with your grandma. Now your grandma can say some stuff. Yo, yo, daddy like that too. Yeah, that's his mom. I'm talking about. Oh, you talking about your grandma, not my grandma? Yeah, she your great grandma. You, well, you said grandma. You got to put the great in front of that. Well, great about grandma, because she she can say some stuff too. Uh, mm-hmm. You said talk about her own daughters. I talk about my brother and sister. So, bye, mommy. I appreciate you. Bye. And uh, the lovely, thought-provoking conversation we had. You know, love you, mom. Love you, you know too. Love you more. Love you more. We're not gonna do this on the podcast though. Uh, <laughs> I'm smooth cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. <laughs> no, you don't supposed to. This is raw and uncut. You don't supposed to be. Cutting anything out.
Oh, I edit this podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, mean. You suck. Ew. You nasty. <laughs> I wouldn't even think like that. Yeah, but it's yeah. been the Six and Friends podcast with your host, CJ the Six. And today's guest, my beautiful mother, who just had a birthday not too long ago. And I ain't going to shout out her age. Hey, shout Sorry. it out, baby. I ain't shame. Uh, it's, uh, wait, how old am I? You 46. 46. Yeah, my mom 46. And I don't look it. Look at my pictures on Instagram. She's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>